Hey there. This week, May 13th, the 17th only, I will be rerunning a special series about conscious and intentional manifestation based on Eckhart Tolle's relaunch of his top-rated online course called The Spiritual Guide to Conscious Manifestation. Now, he typically runs this every year, but it's been on hiatus since June of 2021. So I wanted to, you know, celebrate this relaunch because it's such a popular series and he has so much wisdom and insight to share on the topic. And he's of higher consciousness, according to ConsciousnessCalibrations.com, which should be no wonder to any of us. So... In addition to this special five-part series I'm doing on the podcast this week, which you're going to hear references maybe to 2021, so ignore those because this is my preemptive shot at letting you know that's the case. But Eckhart has two free five-part mini-series that he always does with uh, launches of his online course. You can see his teaching style and what you're going to learn. And the first one is called The Power of Conscious Manifestation. And the second one is How to Consciously Manifest in Today's World. You can get instant access to both of these in the links in the podcast notes below or simply go to themindbodyspiritnetwork.com on our homepage. It's our featured uh, top billing event for the month of May. So you'll see it right on top and you can get access to all that good stuff there. Now, on to today's episode. Hey there. Suppose you are a manager, leader of a group or community, part of an HR department, or simply someone experiencing too much anxiety and stress in relationship with others, at work, or in general. If this is the case, then this is an all-points bulletin, ambler alert, out to you because you've been hijacked by life and I'm here to help you out. Today I'm going to introduce you to something super powerful and effective in bringing heart-centered coherence to any situation you find yourself in, in the very moment that you're in it. And not only is it super effective in my experience and that of many others, it couldn't be easier. Today's the episode that I'm sharing a consciously curated free online event of recording that I have watched myself and can't help but recommend to you. In addition to sharing this event, we're going to put the topic that this event is all related to into context based on the map of consciousness so you can understand the significance of it in regards to how it's going to help you shift and bring today's significant subject into your awareness. But before I get into today's topic, my name is Liz Garcia. I'm your happy host here at your weekly dose of Hired Consciousness that you can find on the podcast at HighVibeTribeRadio.com and on our YouTube channel at HighVibeTribeTV.com. And I am the founder and editor-in-chief of the MindBodySpiritNetwork.com that brings you this podcast. As many of you know already, I am also a teacher of consciousness and helping you to understand where true power to be the change you want to see in this world exists within you. 
I'm on a mission to help you raise your level of consciousness on a wide variety of topics related to transforming or shifting yourself in the realms of mind, body, spirit, health, personal development, and spiritual growth. And today is no exception. So let's get started. So in my last episode, just before Thanksgiving, I shared a simple technique that I've used to transform my own experience attending large business networking groups. And I also walked you through a simple guided meditation that you can do with your eyes open. And I, I used to do it while driving in my car on my way to networking groups. I don't have to close my eyes. And it takes me a minute or less. And this technique is called the Heart Math Quick Coherence Technique, which I'm going to walk you through again at the end of this podcast. So you can, if you missed the last one, you'll hear it again. It's super simple and it's quick. It's like a no-brainer when you start to use it, how friggin' powerful it is. So I don't know if you tried it out, and I did suggest you do it with your kids because kids would totally, young kids would totally be into this. And the effect of having more than one person participate in it is pretty awesome, especially around the Thanksgiving and Christmas holidays. If you're going to go to a gathering and you're concerned about someone, you know, bad player usual, all of us have a bad player sometimes at social or, or family gatherings, if you do this, you're going to affect them and everyone else in the room. And I found out something fascinating fascinating that validates my observation of this experience. So today I want to officially introduce you to the science and practice of heart coherence and how to access your heart's intelligence to recover inner peace and create personal, social, and global transformation. And this is not an understatement. I have experienced the power of the heart's intelligence myself with this simple to do one to two minute quick coherence technique, which again, I'll share with you at the end of this recording. So last night, I watched the Shift Network's conversation with Roland McCready, PhD, who is Director of Research for HeartMath Research Center at the HeartMath Institute. And if you've never heard about this, we're going to talk a little bit more about it in a minute. He's also the teacher of the science behind your heart's intelligence, which I'm going to introduce to you shortly as well. I'll read the um, the free online event recording because this has already passed, but it's um, so popular that they've made it what's called an evergreen event so that you always have access to the training that comes along after this event if you're interested. It's friggin' a powerhouse in consciousness to understand the power of what he's teaching here. But before I get into that event and describe that to you, I want to let you know you can go to the mindbodyspiritnetwork.com forward slash heartmath, all one word, and get access to all sorts of resources I put together around this topic, including access to this particular recording that I highly recommend you listen to if this is of interest to you. This guy's brilliant, and I do want to let me introduce you to Roland McCready. Uh, before I share, what I want to share is helping put into context the power of the heart versus the power of the mind, as well as the consciousness calibrations of the Heart Math Institute and what, why that's so significant. So let's talk about Roland McCready. He 
he shares his backstory at the beginning of the interview, which I don't have access to at the moment. I didn't take notes. But the guy is brilliant. He's like high-level researcher, scientist, and he operates his he operates at a level of mastery and excellence, which according to consciousness calibrations, calibrates at 450 is mastery. That's a level of mastery. And 460 on the map of consciousness is the level of excellence, which I got both of these calibrations at consciousnesscalibrations.com. But when you start to understand the power in consciousness at these high levels, it is not typically of this world. I mean, we know plenty of brilliant people that are masters in excellence, but the population of the world that operates at this high of a level is likely less than 10%, maybe 5%. Anyone that operates in the 400s, in the 500s, it's only 4% of the population operates this high. So in the 400s, maybe uh, 8% operate this high, which is super interesting to understand and know that their power to change the world and shift our shift the consciousness of the world is significant. And this heart coherence technique, which couldn't be simpler, I mean, leave it up to God and the divine to give us simple tools to transform our experience here. This is one of them. So um, let's talk about, let me read the back, the story, the bio that I have for Roland just to introduce you to him. He is a significant player in this heart math game for sure. And it's not a game, it's a serious endeavor that he's come about, come into at the Heart Math Institute. So Roland McCready, PhD, is Director of Research for Heart Math Research Center at the Heart Math Institute. As a psychophysiologist, Roland's research interests include the physiology of emotion with a focus on the mechanisms by which emotions influence cognitive processes, behavior, and health, and the global interconnectivity between people and the Earth's energetic systems. Now, I'm just going to interrupt here. In the conversation I listened to to and watched last night, it's fascinating the science that they're, they're discovering in regards to this heart coherence technique and practice, how it can have huge implications for communities and how we're connected to the earth. When you come into heart coherence, which you can do with the simple technique I'm going to teach you, you come into coherence with the frequency and vibration of the earth as well. I'm not positive on exactly how we stated that, but that's the essence of what he was talking about. And the next level of their research is now looking at the global impact of the type of work that they're doing now and how it can affect us globally and really connect us. This is what understanding what oneness about is understanding that we're one living organism in reality, right? The earth is a living organism and every one of us on it are interdependent and interconnected and all that. And it's interesting how we can connect and affect others by just practicing this simple technique for ourselves. And if you're a manager of a group or a team or a community or you know, a Weight Watchers group, whatever, you can affect your experience and the energy of the room with the power of the heart, which is huge. 
which I'm going to talk about in a little bit, something that he he spoke about last night that I observed in my experience of networking groups. I was observing the energy of the room, and he described how it is that I had, through this simple technique, perhaps affected the energy of the whole group, you know, 50, 80 people in a room. I could sense the energy shift of it, and that's the power of the heart, which is huge. But I'll describe a little bit more how he describes why that's so. So back to his description. Findings from this research have been, and this is in regards to interconnect, the global interconnectivity between people and the Earth's energetic systems. Findings from this research have been applied to the development of tools and technology to optimize individual and organizational health, performance, and quality of life. Roland has acted as principal investigator in numerous laboratory research studies examining the effects of emotions on heart-brain interactions and on autonomic cardiovascular, hormonal, and immune system function. He talks about this and it's super fascinating to listen to someone who's immersed in this science to have him articulate what it is that he's finding and the connection between all of these for us to understand. He has also served as principal investigator in a number of field studies to determine the outcomes of positive emotion-focused interventions and heart rhythm feedback in diverse organizational and educational settings, as well in various clinical populations. So he describes how you can see the immediate effect in the the tools that they use to, to measure electromagnetic fields of the heart and the brain, how they're affected immediately by, for example, with the quick coherence test. It immediately shows changes in those measuring devices. So I, before I read the, this uh, online event that you can enjoy at your convenience, really, it's, it's recorded now so you can access it at particular times that are more convenient for you than having to attend a live event. But I do want to talk about consciousness calibrations of the heart versus the mind first. And Roland kind of indicated or kind of shared something that points to this as well. And according to consciousness research, the power of the mind is in the 400s on the map of consciousness. So everything in the 400s is related to the mind. Science is in the 450s, um, which all kinds of science medicine is pretty much in the 450s that's the energy of those types of things and the heart and the power so the mind is in the 400s and remember the map is logarithmic so to go from 400 to 401 on the map of consciousness is a quantum leap in power because you're going from 10 to the 400th power to 10 to the 401st power so Imagine the number one with 400 zeros after it, and then again the number one with 401 zeros after it. It's quantum in nature and hard for the mind to even grasp the enormity of the power as you get into these higher levels. So that's the mind. The mind is in the 400s. You get into the heart and you're in a totally new dimension because the heart calibrates at 505 on the map of consciousness. And once you get into the 500s, you're now in the spiritual domain. 
This is the spiritual dimension, which again is another quantum leap in power and understanding and truth. Like there's a much different understanding of truth at 500 than there is at 400. Because the 400s is all about reason and rationality and logic and scientific proof. In the 500s, it's a totally different dimension. It's non-linear. It's no longer simple math, right? It's non-linear in nature and quantum in nature and huge for us to really appreciate the power of the 500s and um, the power of the heart is no wonder. It's 505 is love. And what was interesting that what um, Roland pointed out is that the electromagnetic field of the heart is many, it, it emanates like, I don't remember the exact measurement, but feet or yards or it can take over an entire room, the electric magnetic energy field of a coherent heart, right? And this is what I observed because I did the heart, the quick heart coherence before I went to the networking group. And this is not an egotistical observation. It's just like, holy crow, there's something different going on here. And I could sense it in the room because it affects the hearts of others that then amplifies it for the experience. It's like, whoa, heart coherence is a superpower to affect a group like that for sure, which is why I wanted to say to you managers and leaders that have, if you're struggling with relationships and one person in particular, practice the heart coherence on your way to work and watch the magic happen, right? Like get out of your own way and allow it to be. And typically I don't observe these things because I'm so immersed in the experience of heart coherence. I don't even know I'm in it. It's just like you're enjoying the moment. You're fully present. And then it's after the fact when I'm driving home, like, oh my God, why did all those people come up to me? And like, that was weird. So many people came up to me and like, I love you. I want to get to know you. I'm like, oh my God, okay. And then I understood, oh my God, I did that quick coherence thing. So that's my experience of it. And then back to Roland, who said the magnetic field of the heart can expand, you know, I don't remember what the exact number was, but it's way more than the brain and the mind. So the mind is maybe inches from the body. The heart expands out in feet around the body, if not into an entire room. You'll have to listen to that. I forget. But, and the heart, the heart chakra in particular, according to Dr. Hawkins' uh, consciousness research, which I discovered this calibration in letting go the pathway to surrender, the heart chakra calibrates at 505 on the map of consciousness, which is the level of love superpower. It's a superpower. Love heals all, let me tell you. We just don't believe it because none of us are exposed to it at this level. And I can assure you, because I have been exposed to it, it is not of this world. It's very, it's not of this world. It's indescribable. When you get into this magnetic field of attraction known as uh, love, unconditional love and inner joy, it's huge. So anyway, Back to, so I wanted to point that out about the the power of the heart is a quantum leap above the mind. And the lower mind and the ego won't accept that because the it thinks it's in control, which is what Dr. Hawkins would, how it, he would describe that, the lower nature of ourselves 
hates God for one thing and thinks it knows all and is in control. So that's the nature of the lower mind, which, by the way, the lower mind is anything below 275 on the map of consciousness. The higher mind is 275 and above. So I like to just put these things into context, whether you understand them at the moment or not. It's a good idea just to come into the awareness that these energy fields have been calibrated as to their level of power and truth. So you can make um, intelligent choices in your life when you come to this awareness. So the other thing that's super interesting is Dr. Hawkins did a calibration of the consciousness of the HeartMath Institute. And that was shared in his book, Truth Versus Falsehood, which is, I highly recommend that book. It's really an encyclopedia of the consciousness research that Dr. Hawkins did of things throughout history history that are of general interest to all of us. It's really fascinating to put historical events and people into context based on consciousness and understand what their levels were. It's super fascinating to, to do that and to intend to align with the truth and understanding in general. I mean, I do it every day, and I call for it every day, and I just get out of my own way, hopefully, is my intention. Just kind of get out of the way and see what comes up. So the Heart Math Institute is calibrated at 460 on the map of consciousness, which is huge. It's for sure the land of science, but it's even more so because science and math is at 450, which is also the level of consciousness of mastery, whereas excellence is 460. So they're embodying excellence in their science and research, right? It's not tainted with lower level um, what opportunistic or um, low level consciousness, like trying to get something from out of us, as an example. They're not trying to get anything. They are of high service to everyone in the world at this level 460. So I wanted to share those calibrations. And now I want to discuss uh, what this online event, which I watched last night, it was totally fascinating. You want to listen to someone who's brilliant and knows their stuff and incredibly accomplished before he even got to heart math. Um, it's really a great, only 60 minutes is well worth that um, listen in. And again, you can go to the mindbodyspiritnetwork.com forward slash heartmath and register for this event that you can take at your own convenience. They have a lot of hours that you could um, sign up for that you can watch it. So I'm just going to read the, um, the description of event from the Shift Network, for whom I am an affiliate partner, just so you know. And as an affiliate partner, I get paid a commission if after the event you decide you want to purchase the course. And this is simply the way that we support what we do, bringing you these podcasts and um, curating content to help you shift your, raise your level of consciousness on any topic that's of interest to you. And if you want to donate to the podcast, you can do so at any time in the show notes below. There's a place to donate. We could usually use, really use some ho- support and uh, financial support to keep this going. So let's get to today's uh, event. It's called 
hold on. Let me tell you what it's called. It's called The Science and Practice of Heart Coherence. Access your heart's intelligence to recover inner peace and create personal, social, and global transformation. So cultures around the world have believed the heart was the epicenter of the body and responsible for our feelings, thoughts, and behavior. And based on the consciousness calibrations I just spoke about and what Roland has found as to the electromagnetic field, that is true. They had an intuitive knowingness and understanding this without having to calibrate it. And all of us kind of should have that anyway. If you're not blocked, if your heart isn't blocked and you're not perceiving from low levels of consciousness on many topics, you would intuitively accept this and know it. Interestingly enough, science today is starting to support this perspective, finding that our energetic heart, not our brain, acts as the gateway to our higher self. And again, Roland's going to reiterate, this is serious science. This is not woo-woo stuff. This is based on practical, you know, whatever the basics are for research. I don't know what it is. There's protocols and research that they're applying to this, so they're serious scientific researchers, not self-serving. Let me get back to where, okay, here we go. So Roland McCready's, Roland McCready, PhD's work as a psychophysiologist and director of research at the HeartMath Institute illustrates that feeling positive emotions like love or gratitude can put our body back in harmony and stabilize the rhythms of the heart. In this ideal state of coherence, the heart's electromagnetic energy transmits waves of healing, inner peace, and well-being that not only affect us, but others around us. Again, this is my observation of me going to that networking group. I could tell it was affecting a really big group. It was 50 to 100 people in that room. So Roland will show you what it takes to achieve what's called heart coherence in this online event I just described to you. And in this one-hour event, you're going to discover what heart coherence is and the power of it. He's going to go into more detail so you can fully understand it, though I think the name alone speaks for itself. But what's interesting about heart coherence is that you're, like, you're taming the brain is what you're doing. And the, the mind is coming into alignment with the heart, which is what you want, because the heart is far more intelligent than the thoughts that are, you know, the little hamster wheel that's running around in our head for many of us. It can calm that thing down and bring it into in the heart's intelligence field, that field of intelligence. And he speaks about being better able to make decisions and developing a much stronger intuition that you can trust when you come into this heart coherence. It's so many great benefits he's going to talk about. Well worth listening in, whether you take the course or not. The course is an essential. Like, I'm thinking I'm going to take the course, so personally, because I understand this power and I want to use it in my own life to be a rippler, right? A rippler in consciousness to help, you know, to have people feel that energy. They don't have to feel it, but I have people express that they felt it coming from me, and I don't take credit for it because I'm just accessing the field that is in within all of us. Okay, so back to what else you're going to discover in this one-hour event is you're going to 
see how one of the most effective ways to be heart coherent is through emotional self-regulation and how you do that. The ways in which negative and positive emotions can impact your hormonal and nervous system. This should be no surprise. How heart coherence can positively transform each of us and simultaneously improve social and global harmony. Again, if you manage a bunch of people and you have trouble with some of them, it would be very surprising for you to try this and do it every day on your way to work. I mean, hello. And see that those relationships shift because they're responding at another level now because you've introduced this high-level coherence into the the workplace, as an example, or let's say into your let's say you're a daycare center worker. Holy crow! Highly recommend you practice this before you go in and get those kids. Kids are probably going to um, align with the coherence of the heart quickly because they're lovers by nature before they get tainted by the world like we all have. Okay, you're also going to discover, um, hold on, how heart coherence, oh, I already said that one. You're also going to learn a quick and simple practice you can use on the fly anytime you want to self-regulate and shift into a more heart-coherent state. This is the thing that I did the other day, which I'm going to do for you at the end of this as well. But it would be good for you to align with what he's talking about. This is when you align with these higher level um, levels of consciousness, you're healing yourself and integrating the truth of what he's speaking about even more readily. You know, I can speak it, but he can speak it even better because he's a master at it, and he he works at a level of excellence, which I can't say that I do. Maybe on some things on occasion, but not at this level. So highly recommend you listen to this and listen to his his version of the quick coherence. I mean, I'm doing the same thing he is, but he he speaks to it like he understands that people forget to do it. So he kind of brings that up, you know. The thing about this thing is it's super simple, but people forget to do it. But see, it's a practice that you need to do. Okay. So you're going to get that at the end of the as his event as well as what on this podcast today. You're going to discover how to reach a state of balance in which the sympathetic and parasympathetic systems stop playing an unhealthy game of tug of war with one another and allow you to shift into a heart-coherent state to quickly help you focus, feel calm, and improve your state of mind. You're also going to learn different ways to better manage anxiety, improve cognitive performance, and connect with a deeper intuitive awareness. Again, you can register for this event at themindbodyspiritnetwork.com forward slash heart math, all one word. Okay. So now I want to take you through this quick, this heart math, quick coherence technique. It couldn't be simpler. So all you're going to do is you're going to focus on the area of the heart. And I like to focus on, like I imagine the physical heart, like you'd see like uh, in Gray's Anatomy, like you'd see in the heart, but more of an illustration, a drawing. I'm seeing the, the, the physical, physicality of the heart. I'm imagining that. If you understand the chakras and you're more of a chakra energy type of person, you can just imagine 
the green, the green color of the heart chakra and breathe in and out of that area slowly. And it's helpful if you need, if you need it to put your hand over your heart to get you focused on this area. And since the heart is surrounded by the lungs, it shouldn't be that hard to breathe in and out and imagine yourself breathing in and out of the heart area. And you're just going to do this a couple of times. And I find that when I put my hand over my, over my heart, it's not essential. It just calms me down more because you're connecting with the energy of the heart with your hands, which is helpful. And if you're more of a prayer-like person, the prayer hands in front of the heart is a a super amped up way to amplify. So the prayer hands calibrate at 540 on the map of consciousness because it's a devotional act. And if you use this as a devotional act, anything can be a devotional act. It doesn't have to be religious or godlike whatsoever. But to put your hands in prayer, you don't do this if you're driving the car like I used to. <laughs> I, used a, I used a different hand mudra I could do while I was driving the car because I, I knew some hand mudras were helpful in doing this and grounding and that type of thing. So that's another way you could go is use a hand mudra for the heart chakra. It's helpful because you'll start energizing the heart there. So you're just simply breathing in and out of the heart and you're going to feel your whole system calm down because it's starting to come into, you're coming into awareness and coherence with the energy of the frequency of the heart just by doing this. And then what you're going to do, and, and Roland shares something a little bit different but similar, is I want to think. Of, I want you to think about something you love. And it's got to be something that you don't feel like you should love. So if you're in a fight with your wife and you feel like you should like maybe give her the love right now, don't. Because it's not present. You're, you're in a resistant state. And shooting all over yourself is a resistant state that's not coherent. It's not really loving or appreciative. So you got to go with something that's easy to love for you. And this is what I did. I, I chose my pets because I love them. And they are unconditionally loving and loyal and everything that is high vibe for sure. And I did a whole episode about the high vibe of our pets. Most most of the planet is not of high, high consciousness as our pets are. So it's a good thing to turn to your pets if you love your pets, which I do. And what you're going to do is just simply think of your pets. And I like to think of things that they do that just like, I love them. I mean, they're just so beautiful. My dogs, um, you know, the way Edie looks in my eyes when she wants to play, she wants to be chased. And then she'll run and run around in circles so that I chase her. Like, I love that. And then my dog, Dancer. These are little 10-pound cutie pies. Dancer is like the living Buddha for me. When I met him, he's like, he is the Buddha. And other people call him Buddha, too, because he's got that energy about him. And when he drinks his water, it's like a full-body gulp when he drinks his water. And I just think about, oh, my God, Dancer, you're so beautiful, gulping all that water down. I'm blessed to have you in my life. Whatever it is, whatever you want to love on it, no judgment on what you want to love. And, um, you know, I was talking in the Thanksgiving Day one, if you have your kids, let them decide what they would love for Christmas as an example. And don't let them just, you know, say it. Even if it's absurd to you and ridiculous and never going to get it, it doesn't matter. Allow them the love of what they really want because it's a powerful effect going to affect the whole family when you let the kids 
love on what they want to love as an example and tell them they don't even have to share it with you because you don't want kids to feel the need to um, get a, a approval from you as a parent as an example anyway that's it take a minute love on something you love but while you're breathing into the heart a minute that's all I ever did because I was driving a car I'm like okay I gotta pay attention to the road but I could pay attention to the road and do this exercise and then see what shows up so that's it for today's podcast I'm not quite sure what is on the docket for next week let me see Hold tight. Oh, okay. So next week is a main topic week, which is I typically pick a topic that will be of interest to everyone, which I haven't done yet. It's typically personal development, spiritual growth type of stuff. We'll see. And then the week after that, I'm going to be sharing a book, which I like to find books that are of higher consciousness um, that I haven't read, but have been calibrated to a level of consciousness. So I'll, I'll kind of curate the book and see if it got some good reviews, on, a lot of good reviews on Amazon, and then I'll share the book and the basics about that. And then... Um, the week after that, I don't know, we got a bunch of stuff coming up. I'm going to rotate between quizzes and tools for transformation, interviews, and events. So that's it for today's weekly dose of higher consciousness. I'll see you next week. And if you like what's going on here, please give us a rating, a review, so that we can see whether we're, you know, we should stick around or not. If you like what's going on, then you're going to need to rate and review us. Send me an email. Do whatever. The rating and review is really helpful to get us up there in the charts and get us exposed to other people. We're here to raise the level of consciousness. And I can't do it alone talking into an empty audience, let me tell you. <laughs> Thank you for being here, though. I know it's not empty. I'll see you next week. Hey there, lovey Lou. If you are new to your weekly dose of Higher Consciousness podcast or an avid listener, I have something just for you. I created a landing page with all of my playlists in one place. So for new listeners, I created a playlist called Foundational Basics. This is where you will want to begin to come up to speed on your understanding of the map of consciousness a proven energy scale for realizing your ultimate potential by Dr. David R. Hawkins and with where we are now. For avid listeners, I've created playlists for all of my popular topics like 1001 Ways to Be of Higher Consciousness, 1001 Ways to Let Go of, those great higher consciousness quizzes that helps you uh, test your your intuition and develop discernment skills, tools for transformation, high vibe book recommendations, and my general main topics. You can find all of these playlists on the website at themindbodyspiritnetwork.com forward slash podcast, or you can find it in the link below in the show notes. Now back to today's episode.